This is the Dash Podcast, and I'm your host, Trey Gamage. Joining me today is Mr. Tyree Simmons. He spent time teaching in Atlanta, Georgia, Abu Dhabi, and Dubai. He's a global traveler and a worldwide educator. So we're excited to talk to him today about um, how SEL impacts the classroom, his journey through education, and overall just experience as a worldwide teacher. Now, as we get started, I have to be sure that you go to TreyGamers.com right now to subscribe to the Dash podcast and our new email list. And while you're there, go ahead and click the shop button to listen to the, um, excuse me, buy your copy of Every Decision Counts, Eight Lessons I Wish They Taught Me in School. So that's always there on TreyGamers.com and you can follow us on social media at TreyGamers. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get rolling Mr. Tyree Simmons, man. So, you know, your journey through education just sounds really special. I, I see you're back home or know you're back home now in Atlanta, but you've had a um, quite the journey through education. Can you just give us a quick overview, man, or a long overview, whatever makes the most sense for you about your journey in education? Not a problem. Not a problem at all. And first, let me say thank you um, for just simply having me on the podcast. It's been a long time coming. We've been dialoguing for a good little while now. Yeah, that was definitely a privilege to be on your podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to have you. Um, Where should I start? My experience actually in education actually begins. um, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. And so my introduction to education per se is actually working within community centers in New York City Housing Authority. And so that is where I got my first taste of um, not only education, but mentorship um, by my mentor, Zach Husser, um, who was actually part of the community engagement. He was uh, one of the community directors in the New York City Housing Authority. And so he really, you know, got me into education. kind of just fostering that energy in me to actually work with the youth. And so um, going to school, particularly to South Carolina State University for my bachelor's and my master's. And then after that, moving to Maryland um, in the Prince George's County, in which um, definitely had a wonderful experience in education. Um, That's where I was introduced um, to guidance and counseling, to mentoring, to educational leadership, um, and had an array of just mentors myself um, that really opened the doors to not only education, but really bridging the gap between the school and the community. And so that is kind of where I set my nest in really trying to bridge those gaps between the school and the community, because I know that oftentimes the parents really don't understand some of the technical jargon and really don't understand the processes that we put in place in the school or the reasons why we do those things. And then on the flip side, you know, for the school to understand exactly from a parent standpoint, um, having come from an underprivileged background myself, to understand from a parent standpoint exactly what it is that the parents see but may not be able to articulate it in the manner in which the school um, can actually take it and transform it for the benefit of their child. So um, that is where I found my comfort zone, my niche, per se, in working with children. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty special. I mean, just the, what you're talking about and bridging the gaps in between the community and the schools and really an entire school community is something that I'm starting to see is more common and, and popular to talk about because schools are much more than education where you're getting books. They're a place where you're really learning how to live, work, and learn. So um, also shout out to South Carolina State 
you know, I, I think a question I have for you is really, you know, what was it that happened to you in your life or like what experience did you have that makes you be able to bridge those gaps? Because it, it, everybody doesn't walk into education, even the most trained or highly skilled can't walk into a school or a classroom and connect the dots. So it, it takes somebody that can speak the language of students. I know you have student support services, but also the adults who are in charge to be able to really transform and bridge those gaps. So what is it in you, Tyree, that is able to connect those dots and bridge those gaps between generations and communities? I think for me, I always um, fashion myself as a journeyman in education um, because I was always taught that one, that it's a privilege to be in the life of children. And so that is something that I've taken with me throughout my 22 years now in education. And so with that, it's always a tie-in for me, no matter what position I've held, whether it was teacher, whether it was counselor, whether it was an administrator, um, to always stay grounded with the children, um, not only with the children, but also with the parents. And so uh, just to be able to foster that connection and continue that connection. And as I said, coming from an underprivileged background myself, you know, just really wanting to have what I had in my childhood, which was that strong circle of support between home and school and utilize that myself um, and carry that to whatever position that I hold to make sure that at the end of the day, I'm there for the children, I'm there for the parents, just like I'm there for my staff. Right, right, wow. I mean, that's, that's strong. The, I think the ties that you have to your life mean a lot. That When I started this podcast, the idea was to talk about how the pain in your life became the platform for your purpose. And Absolutely. So there's times when you can see, you know, you have an understanding of how, um, like you say, some parents aren't able to articulate what's on their mind or even just understanding that sometimes the experience that our kids are having is the first time they've ever had the experience and we're the first ones that they're going through it with. So being able to understand those things and, and connect those dots is really powerful. So, I mean, you've had experience all over Georgia, it seems like Clayton County, Fulton County, um, Atlanta Public Schools, even Savannah, but you've also gone over to, um, when is that? You, you went over to the United Arab Emirates, ADEC, Abu Dhabi Education Council. What's that, man? How, how did you get over to UAE? The irony of going over to the UAE was that um, I met a recruiter when I was actually working at recruitment fair myself. And we discussed, you know, just what was transpiring overseas, not only in the UAE, but in other countries, whether it was Germany, whether it was Asia, and the impact that the American curriculum was having on other countries. And so um, having that dialogue with my daughter at the time, um, who was in middle school herself, you know, and just really talking about education and really, you know, trying to get her to understand that she's not competing with the child sitting next to her, but her competition is actually in another country mm. um, doing the same things that she's doing. And so when you're talking about, you know, understanding that global impact, you're, you're really having to understand that you're not only teaching students for, for what we have here in America, but you're teaching students for investigating the world. And so really having that dialogue with her when the opportunity came, came up um, and discussing it with her, one of the things that really just resonated with me was how can I teach not only 
other people's children, but my own child, about the world and their impact in the world if I've never taken that leap of faith and stepped out into the world to see exactly how my own experiences, whether personal or educational, um, can impact someone else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a really big jump. That's absolutely a, a big step of faith. Now, who would you say, what's that process like? I mean, I can't imagine right now getting up with my wife and saying, hey, we're going to go live in Abu Dhabi where we don't know a thing about, you know, at the moment. So what was that process like for you? And, and why not just go study abroad? You know, why not just go spend a month over there, do a summer class, a week-long type thing? Why, why really go live and immerse yourself in the United Arab Emirates? You're, you know what, you're absolutely right. And I would say to anyone, it, it is a scary, daunting task to do. Um, I'm prior military myself, so I think that that kind of prepared me mm. to be able to transition and into that environment well. Um, but at the end of the day, you're leaving your comfort zone. Um, but again, that's what we ask children to do every day. We ask them to leave their comfort zone. You know, if it was up to children in some of the communities that we work in, you know, the, the world would still be flat and everybody would be comfortable in their own space. But the more we we prompt everyone to, to do more and to be more, the world becomes round and smaller so that they can access other parts of the world. And so for me, really engaging in that, it was, it was honestly that leap of faith to say, you know what, I'm prepared for whatever comes. And again, on the other side of that, we have to recognize the fact that in America, we have a, a variety of people who come from other countries, who come from other backgrounds and other cultures. Yeah. And they do exactly that. Many of them come into a situation where they don't know the language, they don't know, they don't know the culture, they don't know anything, not only about the community, but about the country itself. Or in their eyes, it's just simply an opportunity for greater for their children. And so when you um, take the opportunity to immerse yourself into another environment, you're really engaging on their level when it comes to their expectations, their hopes, their fears, their anxieties, um, as well as their rewards. And so for me, it was really just trying to understand not only my impact as an educator on another culture, but really just trying to immerse myself into what it is when we have students that come into our school that are from India, that are from Asia, that are from Arab countries, that are from um, Puerto Rico or Cuba or something like that. And they have to adapt immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many studies that show the value of just studying abroad. So, I mean, the impact of living abroad magnifies and multiplies the impact that it's going to have, you know? So I think it's cool. I remember studying abroad in Spain and they talked about a lot of teachers going over there to become a teacher. Um, or English teacher over there, you know? So I think that's really special. And, it, you know, there's a macro scale and a micro scale. I think on the big pictures, you did something that was literally very global. And I think on a micro scale, you know, thinking about um, different locations and pockets, I think it, the word experience, you know, that, that leads to wisdom, that leads to understanding different principles and ultimately you build the whole child. So when you take someone out of 
you know, their rural small town or even their big city to a rural town, you're, you're exposing them to different things. And so, I mean, I think the challenge is today's age, kids are overexposed with the technology that we have, um, but sometimes they're underexposed depending on where you live in the country. So I, I think, you know, you, you were able to take that large scale leap to the UAE and, and visit Abu Dhabi and Dubai. I mean, how was like, how did you literally go about that process? So did you, um, what did you plan? Like what, how did you get a position as a principal in another country? Um, it was actually working through a recruiter. Um, there are actually tons of recruiters out there who are um, seeking, whether it's teachers, administrators, uh, student support specialists, to work in American curriculum schools or international curriculum schools um, abroad in general. And so for me, it was just working with one of the recruitment companies and they actually kind of facilitated working with, at that time, the government schools in the UAE. And so um, we went through a training process once we got abroad and um, just brief as far as understanding the curriculum that they wanted to put in place, which was kind of a blend of um, the American curriculum as well as the international curriculum that they were putting together um, and simply wanted us to utilize our best practices to kind of influence what they were putting in place for their children because at the end of the day, they wanted their children to have that global understanding and be able to move within different countries and different cultures with the understanding of what, whether it's economic, whether it's social, and be able to grow and flourish in that particular country or those particular countries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what does it mean to be a global citizen? That's, that's a popular term. The world is flat. I feel like once you go abroad, what does it really mean to be a global citizen that can operate in UAE, Europe, Africa, Australia, North America, South America? What, what does that take? What does it mean? Um, while I was over there, I really um, tried to delve into an understanding of global competence because I think that that was one of the things that um, we discussed a lot in uh, different roundtables with um, school administrators from a variety of different countries. And I think it's just those systemic things that we actually utilize, which I would feel like is the next level when you're talking about the social emotional learning piece. Um, because I feel like at those, those competencies, you're talking about being able to investigate the world, like you just said, being able to recognize different people's perspectives, um, being able to take action in that and in the communication. Um, so that global competence is just being able to establish not only your presence, but your understanding right. and being able to foster not only those relationships for, for social purposes, for economic purposes, um, and being able to grow not only as a country, but as a world, because we are so intimately tied in. And so, you know, coming back to the social emotional learning, I think is they're all connected because at the end of the day with social emotional learning, you're really fostering yourself as an aware individual, somebody that's not only self-aware, but socially aware Um, and being able to make decisions, not only for yourself, but decisions that are relative to others. And so I think they all tie in. So when you're talking about that global impact on children, you're really talking about at the end of the day, preparing them to not only live in, but to lead the world in the next generation in the future. Exactly. Exactly. 
I mean, that's that's everything. They they have to come up and be able to um, do the things, uh, or, or or the power is going to skip the generation. I mean, we really got to build them up to be the best version of themselves. I mean, so what what does um, thank you for bringing up SEL and, and what you guys are doing. So I'm, I'm really excited just about how how much out of everything you said, none of it was academic. None of it was test score. None of it was algebra, math. You know, we're not talking academic. We're talking about people. And people need skills so that they can live healthy, strong, happy lives. And so I love the way that you just spoke about that. What does... SEL and building that global citizen look like in your experience abroad? You know, for me, um, I know we, we as educators always say lifelong learners. And so I've always been a student of uh, Asa Hilliard and Amos Wilson, who talked about the development of psychology in a black child. And again, always keeping in mind that we as educators are not only there for content and pedagogy, but we are there to develop and foster that whole child. And so um, whether we called it SEL at the time or just simply mindfulness of making sure that that we, we're understanding that these are children whose development needs to be adaptable from any perspective. They, we need to not only send them out in the world being prepared to lead industry, but being able to be socially inept, to be able to have dialogues with each other, be able to have relate, foster positive relationships with each other, be able to critically think um, for themselves and for each other. And so when it comes to SEL and the things that, we're, that we were doing abroad and currently here in the States, it's just making sure that we, we're fostering growth in children because like you said everything that they want to know need to know and could ever know is as accessible as their reach of a tablet but how do you take that access and actually make it worthwhile how do you how do you foster understanding of what they're actually seeing and and making those things um teachable and not only not only considering what's measurable not only considering what's data driven but considering what's socially driven, considering what's relationship fostering. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, the, the, that's it. I'm, that, that's absolutely it. I love how you said, again, even there, SEL, mindfulness, emotional intelligence, professional skills, soft skills, whatever you want to call it, it, it's important. It's important that we really focus on these skills. And I'm just so happy that we're start, finally starting to grow in education. You were abroad for some time. You've been back for some time. You know, what is it that you feel like you um, still want to bring to education or, or either bring back to America, I should say, that you learned from abroad? And what did you take from America over there? Uh, for me, I think it is the continued work of equity, not only within our communities, but within our schools. Um, one of the things that well, two of the things that I was actually blessed to do while I was abroad um, was actually write a book with some other like-minded individuals about our experience. It's called uh, Going, Go Going Global. And so it's 10 men, actually nine men and one young man. Um, one of the authors, his son, his teenage son actually wrote a chapter. And that was basically our perspectives of 
going abroad. And as you said, you know, not only stepping out on faith, but that transition from what you know and are accustomed to, to what you don't know, but just willing to learn. Um, and so not only in writing that book, but in reading each other's chapter and experiences, um, whether some came abroad single, some had families, some established families abroad, um, and being able to, to understand not only our role in education, but our role in both societies and how we impact so much and how the irony of going to another country in which at times they hang on our every word because they look at us as Americans who are such a fountain, a fountain of information. And so, you know, it is, it is just as imperative on us to be those role models anywhere else in the world as we attempt to be those same role models here in the country. And then um, I established a nonprofit organization uh, with my daughter in which as we traveled to different countries, we would work with orphanages and schools in those different countries. And so to be able to foster that social connection for her, to be able to foster that, that, that spirit of giving back for her um, was a great reward for me as we worked within, as I said, the schools and orphanages in different countries and being able to see how from her American background, she grew in her worldly understanding and how her influence on those other children, they had a better understanding about what an American youth was like, not via social media, but via, but face to face. Understood. Understood. Now, I think your, your book, uh, Going Global, I have it on myself and in my hand now. I think you've, you've done a good job of really hitting uh, a lot of the points that you touch on in your section of the book. I'm not going to share them. I'm going to tell the people to go get the book. Um, because there's some great lessons in going global. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot to your story, um, Tyree. You know, there's, there's a whole lot to it. What do, you feel like, um, what do you feel like is next? What's in the way of your next step? Or like, what, are you, what, are you, what, what obstacles are still in the way of moving forward in education or in your journey? Uh, for me, I just simply feel like whatever is next for me is um, will be that opportunity that comes on its own. Um, I feel like as long as you're doing something that you love for the right reasons, mm-hmm. whoever or whatever recognizes that that next that next step, that next opportunity will bring itself forward. Um, as I said, for me, it's just a recognition of the equity within our schools and our school systems. I think at the end of the day, teachers, even though, and you mentioned the data and, you know, things such as that. Um, And so I think we always have to be mindful of the children in the community. And so, and, and with the children as well. So I think the equity comes in at making sure that everyone understands that we do recognize race and culture. I think that in today's society, it's a beautiful thing to see children of different cultures and different ethnicities um, growing together and learning together. But I think it's also a dialogue that we must always keep present in our conversation for the sake of understanding where they're coming, not only where they're coming from, but who we're teaching. I think that oftentimes we might work in a school or a school system and really not foster those ties to the community or really not know the, the perils of that 
what we label a quote unquote at risk child because of the things that they're going through. And so once we make those connections and understand the issues that they deal with at home, the issues that they deal with in the school, in the streets, the issues that they deal with within themselves, then we can really get into not only what makes that child tick, but what makes that child grow and how do we take them to the next level. Um, as well as the teachers. I think that it's important on a teacher's part to really recognize that because at the end of the day, whether we have our bachelor's, our master's, our, doct our doctoral degrees, I think that at our best, we're only 90% if we don't understand who and the why that we're doing this for. And I think that as long as we, again, being mindful of that why, which is impacting the community at whole, then we're making that impact. And for me, I think as long as I'm an educator, my focus is simply going to be impact. Mm, mm, mm. That, what a word to sum it up, right? What, what a way to sum it up. And you've kind of been hitting on that the whole time and I absolutely feel like you are hitting on a lifelong journey. You know, I think the, the best missions and the best whys that you can have in life are ones that never stop, you know, and so making an impact is something that you can always strive for, and that you can always work for. So I really appreciate, Tyree, all that you've done in education and um, the journey and the contributions you've made to this point, and especially what you're about to keep on doing next. Thank you. I appreciate it. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Can you tell us, Tyree, as we wrap up here, where's the best places that we can find you at? Or in book two? Okay, the book, Going Global, The Life-Changing Experiences of 10 Black Men is available on Amazon. Um, and as far as myself, you can find me at Griffin High School. I'm assistant principal at Griffin High School, as well as uh, my foundation, the Four Foundation. And so um, those are the things that I'm juggling at this point. Absolutely, absolutely. And so congratulations to you for all of your success and everything that you've done here, Tyree. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you. And I hope that you go out and support Tyree with his book, Going Global. And you can also support the Dash podcast by going to TreyGamers.com and subscribing now. Every week, we feature educators who facilitate solutions for school communities. And in this case, it's facilitating solutions for global communities. So we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Go tell a friend and spread the word. We'll see you next time. This is the Dash.